0: Welcome back to another episode of our podcast, starring Oh God! Okay, I'm <laughs> Sorry, not gonna I'm get bad. into that. I God, 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 God. It's starring <laughs> God. Starring God. Uh, well, today we are going to have wonderful topics. Uh, so I wanted to talk about a movie that I was like, "Whoa! Why didn't I think about talking that in the first place?" Instead of just rambling on about. Uh, We've been having actually pretty good topics, but there is one movie that I actually really wanted to talk about. Um, it's called *Life is Beautiful*, starring the director Roberto B. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but yeah, the it's a it's a movie that was made in the 90s, but it was based on it was based on the Holocaust and all that stuff. So it's kind of like a not a satire I wouldn't say it's it's more so of like a comedy within tragedy oh thank you it's more so of like a comedy within tragedy it's um about a man that moves in with his uncle along with his friend and uh he basically goes through stuff that's like in the beginning his friend is like driving with him and his friend is driving the car and he's like yelling how happy he is and the brakes are gone we could all live in this wonderful world, blah blah blah, and then the brakes actually broke, and then they they started like going down, and then um, and then they enter like oh my god, like they're going downhill, and then there's just like a bunch of bushes, and then they enter an area where there's like a, people like surrounded like the street, they're all chanting and everything, they're all like happy, look like it's like a festival almost. And then uh, he drives there with his friend, he's like, get out of the way, go, go, get out of the way, move, 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 we're driving, and then they're all like doing this too, they're all like, and then he realized that as he did this, he was like, wait a minute, and then he catched the vibe, and it was the vibe was, they thought they were like, I don't know, The Mist, or something like that, they thought they had a high title, that's why they're all like, celebrating and shit. And then the road closed and the actual people came after them. They're all, like, looking at them confused. And the actual people are sitting in their cars like, what the heck? (laughs) But, yeah, it's, it's like, kind of like that. And so he goes to his uncle's house and, um, yeah. And then he comes to a scene where his uncle's house was, like, broken into and stuff. And um, that's another sign of, like, what time era, like, what zone of time we're in during, like, the Holocaust when things are rising. So it's, like, probably, like, in the mid like, the early 40s, uh, but, yeah, so, basically, um, yeah, the house is trashed, and, um, they found their uncle, like, on the floor, like, I don't know, but, yeah, and he was just, like, it's okay, it was just a bunch of people that, like, like to pull pranks when, in actuality, you know, it's people that are throwing hatred towards people that, you know, aren't superior to their race, and, um, and so, yeah, but, I totally forgot a topic, I totally forgot that, uh, just one more more main thing in the beginning is that when he was, uh, stopped with his friend to fix the car, he actually, um, you know, was wandering around and his friend was, like, telling him to leave him alone, he was being annoying, (laughs) um, and so he goes, you know, to this house, and he sees, um, this little girl, and then he's like, um, she's like, who are you, and he's just like, oh, I am a prince, and he was just making up a story about, like, how he's a prince and he's going to change the whole land, and his friend is, like, fixing his, you know, car, something like that. And so, um, and so I'm going to meet the principette, which is, like, princess in uh, Italian. And then a lady, like, falls out of, like, the huge thing when they're, like, cleaning, like, the hens and stuff like that. She falls out of, I forgot what it's called. And he basically catches her. He's like, principessa, And that's, like, a whole saying that's throughout the film is just... Um, basically him running into her and, um, yeah, they fell in love without even speaking that much, which is interesting. It's weird, but it works for the movie because the love is so beautifully done because every time he runs into her, he just, he makes it more exciting. Like when he, she fell into his arms and, and then, uh, she had, he had to suck out like the wasp poisoning outside of her leg. And then the next time was him stealing a bike and running into her. And when she's, like, leading the class, and the class is, like, laughing at both of them falling into each other's arms, he's like, buongiorno, frangipass. And then another time is when he's hiding behind his friend, and then uh, he surprises her. It's all coincidences, too. Like, they just run into each other. And then uh, the last one was when he was inside, like, a restaurant with a guy that's... um, He's a a waiter, the main character, and he he runs into... um, a person, a customer, and uh basically he says that um he's going to the school to talk about um to talk about i don't know how superior German race is, and so um and so he realized that it's the same school that um the girl works at, and so he decided to show up the next morning and pretend to be that guy and go off about how he thinks the German race is superior as he's a Jewish man. And it's so freaking funny. Like he literally goes on top of a potato and he's like, the most superior thing that you could ever imagine is the belly button. And everybody's dying. And he's just like, look at me. It's a belly button. It's a magical thing. It's like, if people try to buy this off. They'll like end up with lint in their teeth. It's like, I don't know. It's just, like, hes he just goes off in random tangents, and um, he just went there to actually ask her out. But she was busy that night to watch, like, um, this whole thing in Venice with her with her husband. But he, she didn't tell him that. She was like, oh, I'm going to go to the theater. And he's just like, oh, okay, so you're going to go to the theater. Good to know. I'll see you there. And so, yeah, so that's when he had to do all that. And then the actual guy arrives, and then he escapes. He's like, thank you, guys, and one more time, the belly button. And then he leaves through the window. He just escapes. He gets the hell out of here. Um, but, yeah, so... Um, yeah, so it was basically that, and then he, I don't know, I might forget stuff, but he meets her at that place, uh, to see her, and he sees her all the way up there, it's kind of like a fancy theater type of thing, and he's in the, in the audience, and, yeah, and so it's very beautiful, as the beautiful soundtrack does, it just, like, brings the Emotion to life as you're watching the scene like at first he's just sitting there in the audience like looking at this beautiful princess You know in his eyes, and he's just calling to her saying um, Like quietly though He's trying to use this like technique that his friend taught him like you have to believe that something will happen and It will happen kind of putting it out in the air like I'm trying to fall asleep that type of thing it's uh, it's called Schopenhauer and so he's basically he's, he uses this hand thing, he's, does it different, but yeah, he was going up and, like, looking at her, he's saying, look at me, princess, look at me, look at me, and she finally, like, looks at him without looking at him, you know, that type of vibe, and so, like, he just looks at her, like, amazed, you know, and then the music just clashes with that amazement, it's just the love you could feel pouring out for something that, I don't know, they don't even know each other that well, but yeah, so, um, after that, the husband had to go to, um, this dinner party that she didn't want to go to. She wanted to get ice cream. He's just like, Hey, I got to do business and you're my wife. You got to go with me. She's like, I just want ice cream. And then, so he gets his way obviously. And, um, so the funny thing is, is that, um, the main character's friend has the same car as that guy. And so, um, and so, yeah, so basically he, the main character gets his friend to lend him his car, just, just use it and stuff. And so, um, there's a lot of little things, too, that go into the story that I forget. Like, I'll, I'll bring it up earlier. But anyways, um, I'll back trail, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, he picks up her in the car of his friends that is actually his car. Which she thinks it's the other guy. It's, like, this whole thing. And so she gets inside the car thinking it's um, the guy that she's with. And, um, she just, like, goes off on him, like, just looking straight forward while it's, like, raining. And she's like, I can't believe it's raining. You could have showed up with an umbrella. Like, I can't believe he... And it's just, like, it's just, she keeps going off and about, like, how she has to go to this dinner party when she doesn't want to. She just wants ice cream. And then she talks, she starts hiccuping when she's just, like, oh, I'm- here I go hiccuping, because I'm doing something I don't want to do, I'm getting anxious, I'm getting nervous, and then she keeps going, and then he's just, and then she finally looks at him, and he's just like, buongiorno, and she screams, and she's like, what the heck, and then he's just like, and then he goes off on, like, telling her, like, how, like, all her problems and everything, and he just, like, said that I could have picked you, I, I don't know, he just goes off charmingly, and then, uh, basically, the roof comes off, eventually, and, uh, and so, yeah, so they, it's raining, and then she he has to, like, get an umbrella, which I forget what he uses as an umbrella, but, yeah. It's just, it's a really great film. Eventually, I'm just going to skip to it. Eventually, they have a kid, um, and everything is so beautifully done because after he takes, um, like, it's a second date that they happen where he actually um, eventually gets her when she's actually having a party for, like, her engagement with the other guy. And that's when he finds out that he's with that other guy and stuff. <laughs> and and so, yeah. So he steals her on this, like, horse that's um, painted green that says, like, a racial slur for, like, Jewish people because that's the only horse he had at the time. So he showed up in this huge place during the wedding as the music kind of, like, dies down. They're like, what the fuck? And so he's just like, hello, how are you doing? Hello. And then he just shows up and he's like, bonjour, no, bonjour, And it's just like, I don't know, he... He steals her away. Actually, he just doesn't even. I don't know. He. I think he says "run away with me" or something like that. It was just beautiful, and so she just said "fuck it," and so she got on top of the table and got on the horse, and then they just like rode off into the sunset. And then he took her home. He's just like gotta finish off the nightcap. You know what I'm saying? And so he takes her in and realizes that he doesn't. He can't open the door, <sighs> and um. And so he's like, "All right." where can we be? Like, I can't take her home. Her mom's pissed (laughs) right now, low key. And so he's like, okay. And then he looks at this garden, this glass garden house that they have next to them. And so he's like, perfect. And so they go inside, the music is playing. And then, um, the scene merges into exterior daytime, um, outside of garden glass house day, they come out and then this boy comes out of the house, this little boy. And so it shows up. It's like years afterwards that they had a kid and they're together and they're all happy beautiful child they're all going off to work together on one bike it's really cute and uh this music's playing they're all happy and the little son's in the back like oh my god you know and so um uh so they show up to this bookstore that he finally wanted um, because that was his main goal was, like owning a little bookstore and having a happy family. It's freaking precious and their life is going good, but still things are happening, obviously in Germany, like stuff isn't died down. It's not happily ever after. Sad to say Hitler is still alive. Um, so they show up, um, I forgot who shows up first. Yes. Okay. So some guards show up that work for Hitler or Nazis or something. And so, um, they talk to him about having to talk about something, which I'm assuming it's like some, some things about being Jewish, I don't know, I, I don't know much about that, but I'm pretty sure there's more that I just don't know about that had to do with, like, having to talk to Jewish people and taking them out of their homes just to talk, I don't know what that conversation was, but, yeah, so, um, as he was walking along, um, with the, with the people that took him to talk, he was, like, doing a funny dance to make his son look out the window, like, think it's okay, because his son's, like, going to work with him, and his son was worried, and his father's like, hey, I'm doing a fancy dance, don't worry about it, and, um, and so, yeah, his actual grandma that he hasn't seen before in his life, this kid's like about eight now, seven, six I don't know, somewhere in that age bracket. And so she shows up and stuff, and uh and so she's talking to him like, It's your birthday today. he's like, Yeah, I know and so he's just like he's just like, Wow, how how old are you now? And he probably says his name, he's probably seven. And um and so she talks to him about like I don't know. She said she wants a huge tank and she's, he's, no, he says he wants a huge tank for his birthday or something like that. And, um, and so it was kind of innuendo of saying that, um, my grandma wants is going to visit me today or something like that. And so technically the grandma's already visiting in a weird way and saying that the grandma's going to give him something nice. I don't know. It's interesting. And so like, I don't know if they both secretly agreed that they knew that she was the grandma and they're both playing with each other, just improv, like saying how she is in the grandma. I don't know what the jig is with that, but either way, that's the grandma. Um, so basically, after that, um, yeah, after that, something that you see their life at home, like he doesn't want to take a bath, you know, he's hiding in the closet thing. And then he starts to hiccup, and that's how they find him. The father's pretending like he doesn't know anything, and the mom's like, I could hear him hiccuping in the cabinet, and mm-hmm. she's, like, pretending. She's like, oh, if only the cabinet t- could come to me. And, like, no, 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 she's like, yeah, she said something like that. If, like, only the cabinet would take a bath, it's so dirty. And so the father's like, I bet I could take this. Um, no, I got you flowers today or something. I, I want to bring these flowers. Something, he does something cute, the dad. And so he's like come to me, cabinet, come to me. And the cabinet, like, walks <laughs> towards the mom and then gets out and says, buongiorno, Frenchie It's really freaking cute. And so, um... And so, after that, uh, I don't know what happens in between. I forget. But, um... As of right now. But, uh, they get taken away, uh, into... <laughs> cut to them being taken with the grandpa because he's also, um... Yeah, Jewish, along with them. And so they got taken away into this huge train thing, you know? Um, And the mom finds out and she rushes to the train station and um, she tries to stop the train uh, by talking to this guard, I don't know what his title is, because he had the ability to stop to stop the train in like two seconds. But um, yeah, so he, she said, "Stop the train! I want to get on the train with my family. I want to get on." He's like, "No, you don't understand. You don't want to get on, bro. Like, you don't. You, you just believe me." And she's like, "No, I want on now." And so he literally is like, "All right." And so he stopped the train, and um, he got she got on in the train, and I think yeah, the father and son is like, "Oh my gosh." You know, Ma has some balls and so she gets on and they all get separated once they get to the camp and it's just the movie entirely shifts like into like one movie about a guy moving with moving in with his uncle with his best friend It's kinda of like a sitcom type of idea and then urging into like friggin' actual like Holocaust and concentration camps and Hitler and it's just a really huge change. It's like the theme has darkened, you know. Like the like the title screen for every Harry Potter movie, you know, and so um, and so they get to the camp and everything. They don't see the mom. They get separated. They're trying to call for each other. The mom doesn't hear. Um, and then the grandpa all of a sudden gets separated from them. They're like, nope, elderly has to go this way. The men and cho- or the men and children have to go that way, sort of thing. Um, and yeah, so they get separated and um, they get put on put in these barracks and stuff like that. And the dad somehow sneaks the little boy in with him, his son to like hide from like the guards and stuff. And and just like, just have his son with him at all times, which is really freaking cool. Like that's, no one just gets away with that shit. I don't know how he did that. But um, so yeah, he just sneaks in. Yeah, so he gets in the barracks and then his, his grandpa's still there and they're just like trying to communicate his, like to what's going on or something like that. I forget. And um not soon later the grandpa has to take a shower and we all know like you know that's so he yeah he died and stuff. Um it's a really it's a really deep movie. It's it's really gets you in the freaking guts, man. It's goes from beautifully to like freaking they're trying to survive. They're like, their life is on the line and they're doing everything it takes to go back to the life he wants. And it's so sad because it looks like it's nearly impossible because this guy is just like dying to see his wife, dying to like know that everybody's okay. And just like at that point, he just like wants to keep his kid okay because he has so many stakes. He has his wife. He has his his uncle. He has um his child. I don't know. He has his bookstore. He has his, I don't know. He just happiness. And, um, so when that's taken away from you, you just don't know what you have to do. And he's like, okay, the first problem I have is to make sure my son's okay. And so he convinces his son that this isn't, you know, like something that's bad. It's actually a game that he's doing for his birthday. And so his son's really invested. He's like, really, what is this? He's like, what are you talking about? And so his his, um, father's like, well, you have to do good things in order to get points you have to do a lot of good things so you can earn more points to get a huge tank for your birthday but there's a bunch of other players that want tanks too so you have to beat them you have to get like more points and so he's basically telling his son what to do by using the points he's like stander here you have to stand her here make no noise and then I heard Jeremy has 400 points back there. So like, you better watch out for Jeremy. So get your head under there. And he's just like, Oh shoot. I don't want to do this. Jeremy's really good competitor. (laughs) And so like, it gets whole, it gets really cool. But, um, it's just, and then one time his, um, his freaking father was just like, this is ridiculous. Why do I have to carry this huge thing? on my back like this this hurts like or it was like he's carrying it like this he was like struggling to carry it. He was like going lower and lower he's like I can't do it anymore man his friend behind him was like you gotta keep going this is ridiculous you're gonna hold up the whole line and he's just like no you they'll like kill you if you like stop he's just like I don't know if I could do this and it's just like he does it uh he does it in a comedic way though every part in this movie is just like either like like it's really dramatic or it's just like making comedy out of like dramatic things that happen Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, he goes up the stairs, and his kid, like, comes out, and he's just like, he's just like, dad, they're telling me I have to take a bath, and I don't want to take a bath, I don't want to take a bath, he's just like, no, no, you have to take a bath, go take a bath, he's like, tell him to get out of here, because the guards are going to see him and take it away, but yeah, the son's like, no, like, he's fucking persistent, dude, he is not going to step in that water, and the dad's like, fine, fine, just go hide somewhere, and so... (coughs) So the sun hides and then, um, (coughs) gosh, we find out that, that the baths actually mean, mean that they are like, you know, yeah, getting rid of Jewish children and it's really freaking sad. Uh, so it's just the irony in that is that he just doesn't want to take a bath and little things like that really save a life, which is crazy. And, um, and so he's like basically the only kid in there that's left that's not, you know, German, and so he's has to hide, he's not really like, you know, he can't be seen, but he doesn't know that, and the father's the only one that knows that, and then the kid's obviously missing kids, he's just like, where's some people that I can hang out with, you know, I don't want to only do this, I want to, like, play hide-and-go-seek, and so the father's like, you know what, I've seen kids outside, I'm pretty sure that they're playing, you know, hide-and-go-seek, whatever they called it, or, like, they're playing a game, uh, go out there, and so he he says, but you can't say anything, you can't talk, or, like, I don't know, maybe he was, I think it was something, like, he was avoiding them, I don't know what he was, I forget, no, 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 okay, it was something, like, um, he was trying to hide, he was trying to go somewhere, and then one lady caught the little kid, and she was, like, hey, um, you know, who's, who's, what are you doing, and she was, like, singing in German, and they both don't know German, and so he's just, like, Um, he's just trying to tell his son to not say anything and just like go play with little kids and make sure not to say anything, you know? And so he was just like, okay. And so he did that. And I don't know. It was just this whole thing, you know, happened within all those, it was just crazy. And um, yeah, it's a really good movie and I feel like I don't want to give any more spoilers away because I (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've just said half of the movie and I did not mean to say half of the movie. That whole thing was like, I got sucked into giving the like freaking script of the movie. No, it
1: was it was really beautiful. Like that that film really like it it draws out a lot of life, and I appreciate that you give that like story and you give that life to it. And, yeah. I mean, Life is Beautiful is is really such a great film, and I remember in like middle school and high school going over uh, history class, and I wish they actually took the time more to show us films that actually showed the appreciation of not just life but history too. Mm-hmm. Because that film does, like, such really great, like, it, it goes into details a lot. And and I really appreciate you telling that, because, I mean, dude, not a lot of people will take the time to watch a film like this, and I think it's something that, like, needs to be done more. Wow. Because, like, films like that actually not only just tell a story, but it, it talks about life. Because right now we have a lot of, like, action films, we have sci-fi, we have a lot of things that are, like, fake, mm-hmm. that, like, you know, it just can come out of nowhere from, like... You know, simple, just like, all right, we're gonna have a, a, a an alien invasion, and we're gonna have Team Ten come in and and take on the notorious Biggie Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> My
0: brain just
1: <laughs> Honestly, I'd, I'd I'd love to watch that film, but no, I mean, watching and hearing about foreign films. I mean, I mean, we need to learn something because honestly, a lot of uh, independent films that you watch at uh, film festivals. I mean, they—they. They, I'm sorry to say, but they have more of a connection, and 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 like you know, you you sit there and you you can cry to these movies, and you can really relate, even if it's in an, in another language. Uh, you you still just you see the emotion in their eyes, and you really connect with the characters, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, I do too, honestly.
1: <laughs> such a good film. It's it's, such it's a, really a really good, good
0: film. film. I really recommend it, obviously. Um. Yeah. <laughs> It just deserves... I feel like nowadays, thank God, everybody knows it. You know what's some stupid, like, freaking crap I did in freaking elementary school? And <laughs> You know what's some stupid crap I did? I thought I was so freaking... I wanted to connect with someone so bad that I asked every single person I met, have you watched Life is Beautiful? And, like, I was what just like... What was oh, this? I don't fucking know all my life until, like... <laughs> until, like, fuck, till like, college.
1: You did ask me if I watched Life did is I Beautiful. Fucking, did I fucking... Why do I do that? that?
0: You're just like, you're going around. I've been you're just doing like, have you seen this movie? Ever since I came have out of the womb seen... and my dad showed me that movie, I've been like, that's the only way to start conversations.
1: You just like, the first time you meet somebody, just, life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. Have you? Just... Yes or no? So we can watch it right now if you haven't seen it. <laughs> what if they're like, you're just like, life is beautiful? And they're
0: like, yeah, for the most part. <laughs> I'm like, can we be best friends? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's a really good fucking Okay. We all get it. It's a good film. There's nothing else to say. The fuck? It's a it's um <laughs> Um
1: One scene actually in particular that stood out to me is the you brought it up the the Because, um oh no, wait, hold on. Let's see if I sneeze.
0: Oh yeah, I haven't taken your allergy pills.
1: Oops. <clears throat> I haven't. Oh. Oh gosh. You Thank you. <laughs>
0: up, It's so Dusty, I don't even know how to explain. It's not Dusty, it's just my cat. And the cat, not She's dusty. messy. She's Her messy. Her name's so. Dusty. Dusty Hoffman. Dusty Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cute version of Dustin Hoffman <laughs> for cats.
1: Oh, but um, actually the, the scene that you were talking about, um, when she stops the train, I really love that because uh, it, it, it shows two different sides of, from the beginning to the continuous of, of uh, World War Two, is it World War Two or one? Two. World War Two. Okay, nineteen seventeen. Sure. Remember the. Movie I know like, just... <laughs> Nineteen seventeen. Another good film. I, I, dude, I'm convinced it took them like. Two shots to do that whole film. If you haven't watched it, watch it, it's... dude.
0: I think that like literally, it has to be. It has to be two shots. Dude, like there that's are not no fucking, cuts. Like what there the are fuck? no
1: cuts, no different what angles. It just it's
0: one camera that follows a guy for like the whole fucking that's journey. Insane, man, dude. Like, Jesus, the like, time, like, literally like, like the t- it gets night. It gets to <laughs> it gets to dark. Time naturally, yeah. And then they sh- they cut it, and then it's darker. But like yeah, still but, they go throughout the whole day with time, just freaking.
1: Wow. I think actually, I think I think we looked it up not too long ago, and we can look it up again and then actually put it on here, but uh, for the most part, I remember it was like, honestly like 15 shots, like 15 shots, or like 10 time? to 15 for 1917.
0: Dude, there's only two shots.
1: No, but the thing is, is that like, uh, uh, well, we'll put it up on here, but I looked it up about uh, 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 probably right when like the movie came out. Cause like, uh, my friend and I, we were like really fucking stoked about like how we just only saw fucking two shots and to, to know that they had like 10 to 15 shots makes yeah. it even fucking better. Cause you don't even see the change. You don't see a different camera angle. You don't see a switch. You don't see anything. You just, you just, you just see a continuous story. It just tells one story straight from the beginning With to the different end shots.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I know what you mean. Cause I was going to say that like they had to pick like this, the exact time to start to where like each shot they, they took in each like angle. That they got like mm-hmm. matches like the sky and like you know when they seen those like pink uh, pink plants and everything yes like the sky had to go with it or like the vibe it. I don't know dude, everything they had to, just, uh, like...
1: continuity which is fucking yeah, every dude like... they really continue the shit out of that that's crazy bro <laughs> oh but um uh see what I what I loved about life is beautiful is that what it did is that it showed the caption of right before the war and when the war started, because it shows up in the beginning when you don't notice it, but if if you take the time to watch it, and if you see it the first time, if not, you can watch it again and again. You you find out more things about the film, such yeah. as like you know, as he's having a conversation with with it with with the with his uh the love interest, the girl that that you know they end up getting married, they have a kid, they get together. In the beginning, when they're talking, you in the background don't notice, but there's a guy who's setting up the uh, sandbags. Because they're getting ready for war. And, and it's really cool because it does it, it does it so subtle, but it still lets you know that, like, you know, even though the film is titled Life is Beautiful, it shows two different aspects of from two different point of views of, like, people's lives. So it's like, you know, if two people are going out on dinner and having a good conversation, it, it captures that life and it capture, it captures the beauty of it. But then, you know, still in the background, it's like, it's just, it's not a singular universe. You know, in, in one universe, multiple things are going on. And, and when that film shows like just a little slight detail of the guy in the background setting up bags and people boarding up their windows and getting ready for war, it just shows like how life is just constantly happening everywhere. And then later in the film that you talk about when um, they put them on the train and, you know, and, and she stops the train. Uh, it, 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 it really captures a lot and it's, it's really such a great film that I really enjoyed watching. That's it's, really it, dope. It's been, it's, I, I'd say I'd, I don't watch a lot of movies over and over again. I did with Transformers, that was my younger years, I've grown now. <laughs> but Life is Beautiful, yeah. I could say that I would, I would watch it and watch it again because you keep finding out more about the film. Like when you think you watch a film and, and you, you've, you've understood the storyline, there's something that's always going on around. So when there's one story going on, there's always other people's lives that are affected by it in that film and when you watch it closely you you see different connections with different characters from just all all sides of everyone that like took the time to put that film together and i really appreciated it,
0: it i think really I, I think out of this i've learned that people take extras for granted they just they want do. to use random people out there saying, like, yeah. do whatever the fuck you want.
1: Yeah, dude, I mean, honestly, uh, we were watching a show recently, and I remember when we were talking about how the backgrounds just look like they're in their own little yeah. <laughs> world. Uh, there's just, like, you they're see, like, like a, a story going on, and just, like, people are just walking And then you kind of... see one person, like, uh, listening
0: like this, so, like. Yeah, dude, it's, like, straight up. <laughs> yeah. like. Why are they <laughs> reacting that strongly? I swear, they are. It's ridiculous. I'm like, bro, you take it out. Why are you listening to that Why are you being such a nosy they're like, the,
1: Can you imagine they're like the Karens of Dude, like, film? <laughs> <magic>. <laughs> they're just like, what is fucking going on in this scene? Who are these, these actors? I can be a star too.
0: <laughs> you know what? The best part is they're literally like trying to act, and they're like trying to like look like they're convincing, like being like realistic, like oh people listen to their conversations, like but it just doesn't work on screen if everybody's just like not listening because they're all trying so to like <laughs> yeah, like like there's only one person that stands out, like whoa why is he trying to act so hard for this? Stuff? Yeah, cause cause I don't think like sometimes what what the problem is is that when we
1: realize in film like when we watch something and we go oh, okay like usually in real life. Uh, like you know some people like try to listen on the conversation you have to account for like what you do like do you do that because then you'll be able to recognize it and instead of like trying so hard to listen you would just go like what are they actually like talking about like and then you like just go in and then you like well, you, you, you like- try to make it more subtle because yeah. at the same time you don't want people to know you're eavesdropping because then that puts like a you know a, a bad rap or it point. puts it, it puts somebody in the position of like you know what if they catch you and they look at you and go like can I help you then, like, how are you gonna respond? Are you gonna go, wait, I think a person would respond out of anger. So, and then just like, like, when the character does that, like, let's say they, they, they have the allowance of just like improv in the scene. For Can you imagine if a, like, if you got Seth Rogen? And you had a film that he was in, and you had a background, and the background was listening. And can you imagine like the fucking terror in your eyes if Seth Rogen just improv'd right there and went like, "Can I help you?" What would you do in that instance? You're a background actor. You're working on set. You don't even, you don't even, you don't even have in mind that you're gonna be even in the shot. You just hope that like you walking in the background gets you something. And then Seth Rogen just improv's right there looks at you and goes, can I help you? What are you going to do then? I'd, I'd, I'd shit myself.
0: I would shit myself. I don't know what I'd do, actually. <laughs> I'd I'm trying off. to think I'd of I'd different scenarios.
1: I'd tell Seth Rogen, I'd be like, I'm sorry, I have just shit myself. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse and then just walk off. It's real as fuck. And that probably, you know, th- th- that might be the best part of the film. I don't oh, know. Damn. It won't be. It's Seth Rogen. But
0: I'd fucking, I'd... Holy fuck. Got me thinking, man. <laughs>
1: In conclusion, background actors don't get a lot of rap. <laughs> I have to take a time to think about it. Are you going to put it on brown? Are you going to switch the lighting?
0: Dude, I don't even know. Sweet. So-
1: How's that remote looking?
0: Just trying to figure it
1: out. <laughs> oh, oh shit!
0: That's not smooth. What the fuck? No, this yeah. This is
1: This was bought at a. Uh, I- I'm not gonna say the name of the store, Jesus but it rhymes Christ. with Walmart. Oh. It's it's probably like about six bucks. There we go.
0: That's cool. I vibe with it. There we go.
1: I, uh, how do you think? You think, you think like Phillips, like Captain Phillips, you think after like he was done with his life of like voyagery in the ocean and setting sails in the ocean of the Pacific and Atlantic and pretty much anywhere else he's gone, you think he decided to just settle down and say, you know what, I've seen so much life, I'm willing to now create a TV that shows the same thing. It depicts pictures and and different voyages of... I mean, like, the background. What is going
0: on in the background? <laughs> this is... This is Phillips. This is Phillips right here. This is what Phillips did. That's probably all of his adventures on the screen. Oh, my God. Is this what? <laughs> I probably just don't know it. Dude, he
1: saw a robot terrorized downtown
0: He really likes movies, because he likes promoting movies. Maybe that's for, like, to keep his... Side up to keep his production going. <laughs> he has to promote things too. It's all modernized.
1: Let me just show you what it looks like right here.
0: It's Captain Phillips. It's probably something that you've seen before. And then,
1: and then that's Captain. Phillips It's
0: really fun to look at while you're at. Like,
1: <laughs> oh yeah, especially the aurora right there. Just the days, it looks so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then it just like cuts to the moon, and then Seattle. Well, oh shit, no, that's actually not Seattle. That's usually how it goes. That's a UFO that's like abducting the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> and then there's the then there's the Ferris Wheel. No
0: yeah.
1: That's a robot that's that's attacking something else. Oh, that little bit that's Seattle. We
0: can't forget this is all of his adventures, so it's <laughs> gonna be chaotic as I'm like that's why I trip out so hard on that. It's because it's so chaotic. Was he on the Titanic? I mean low key <laughs> Dude, low key, he probably was Phillips. I feel like Phillips is, like, a fish that could just, like, roam to different boats and just fucking start a new life. Nice. Dude, he was on the Titanic and survived. Fucking what if he buy this TV Jack? now. He deserves it. What if he was Jack? He was just like, I fucking hate her. And he tried to take over the world and fucking kill her ass, but she decided to die before he could get to her, and he was so pissed off about it. Um. So he invented that. And changes his name to Phillips.
1: Do you think he do you think he stole the necklace after like after he sunk to the bottom, he came across a necklace, uh That's sold it for like million billions of dollars, and then and then invented this?
0: That's so much better, actually. Just, he invented
1: it. this, he's like, I'm gonna get her back. I'm gonna get that bitch back. By making a TV. Make a TV. And I
0: know she won't be able to see it. She <laughs> dies in the nineties. She died in the nineties? Probably eighties. Oh, that was she's early not, 2000s. She's not a real person. Wow. She's an old lady that's an actor. Betty White? <laughs> Is that the
1: only actor that's old? She's the what only actor done? that's going to outlive everyone. That's true. The only person, only human, only angel, only, only, she's the only, she's going to be, she's the only. She's the one and only. What if you have, by the way,
0: where'd you get it? Uh... I got it from... Well, I can't go to a Dodgers game because of COVID. I got it from...
1: Welcome to Universal. Oh, yeah, CityWalk. Say hi to Universal. Dude,
0: CityWalk. I forget CityWalk's open. That's cool. Yeah. I don't like going <laughs> a lot, though, because I'm just... I'm just a walking person that everything clings to, so I just get sick I just tried so to not go. talking, don't know what to do.
1: I'm sorry. I've run I've I have lyrics that I've written over the years and sometimes they just like when someone triggers them, it comes out. Like you're like, I'm just a walk and I just go I'm just a sit and walk and think and
0: talk and don't know. Yeah, it's a it's a personality trait of his. We've grown to accept it.
1: Dumb. <laughs> Dude, uh I can't wait wait till they open uh Universal Studios though. I have not gone since the two years I've been here.
0: Yeah, but I don't know yeah. You
1: think they're opening it soon?
0: I don't know. I'd rather, like, wait it off at this point. Wait it off? Yeah. I do like, like Like, till like, everything is, like, simmered down or, like, the fucking percentages of, like, COVID in California simmers down.
1: Yeah, because a, a lot of people are still going out.
0: They don't care.
1: A lot of people are still going it's out. It's crazy.
0: Indeed. I mean, like, going out is nice and all, but Jesus.
1: Like when I when I go out, oh. I go out for like a drive, uh, yeah. drive around. I go to the mountains. It's nice, like just like clear one. your head, man. Yeah. But when when, I, when I'm driving around these places, I see people just packed at the restaurants. That dude. gets me. That gets me and like they're like they're packed outside. They're, they're they're packed at university. they these guys are just like they're, they're everywhere. They're packing up,
0: man. They're just they're sometimes just... they convince me that COVID isn't a thing,
1: and I'm just exactly. like okay. And I'm like whoa. Like,
0: <laughs> at least add like what 50 more people to the walk on City Walk, and then I bet like it would be like literally. If Universal was open, that's how it would look like.
1: Yeah, I mean, the only difference from, like, the only difference that I've seen, uh, like, I mean, I was watching on the news when they started opening everything back up again, and, like, dude, the only difference is that, like, some stores are closed, and Universal is closed. But other than that, CityWalk's open, and it looks like CityWalk. It looks normal as fuck. Just have CityWalk open, but just close the movie theater and close Universal Studios. It's still still (laughs) CityWalk.
0: Dude, do you, think the, uh, do you think the movie theaters will ever, like, not reopen, but I'm saying, like, because I heard they're shutting down that specific AMC. They're shutting it down? Dude, yeah, that yeah, yeah. is. Like, out of business? Not, like, not AMC. AMC is pretty big. No, but,
1: like, AMC City Walk. I think so, because, like, they, no! they, they, want, they want to go their
0: separate ways. I'm pretty sure that's what they decided. I'm not Fuck completely... Fuck you. You
1: could suck it. <laughs> You're gonna, I'm gonna... We're gonna buy you out. Done. All right. We're keeping it there. Don't worry, guys. We got you.
0: Please Who's don't have them close it down. Please don't have them close it down, dude. How
1: do you just do the cut it out thing again? I was like, cut it out. Cut I don't know the middle out. one. It's cut it, or like he goes, cut. cut it out.
0: Like this? Cut it out. Yeah, cut it out. Okay. That's pretty smooth.
1: Cut it out. <laughs> what do you look like? Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut, 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 cut it out.
0: I'm. I'm scared. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So I don't know. I think that's what's happening. I don't know if they updated it or anything, or like that shit's just a rumor. I don't know. But that would suck because I used to love going to AMC on Universal City
1: <laughs> It was nice to like do before and after when you like finish watching your movie. Just like walk around for a bit, get fresh air, look yeah. at the lights. It was always so it's nice from nice going area. into like leaving.
0: Yeah. Like, late at, yeah, late at night when no one's there, and all your friends are just, like, fucking, like, Yeah, yeah when you, you, you remember when, like, leaving the movie, like, leaving
1: Universal afterwards late at night, where everything's just closed, but the lights are still on? Yeah, dude. And you could just walk, you just kind of, no like, walk back the shit. in the car. And just, was, like, a couple so, of sheriffs. Uh, <laughs> it was always so nice and beautiful. Yeah. And then always, like, parking at the top of, like, the garage. And then, just so like when you go back up, you get to the elevator, you're on top, and you just get to like look at the fucking sky. Just like look at everything. You see the minion in the corner, always like staring at you. Dude,
0: that minion will always
1: fucking stare at you, judging you for whatever you do. Dude, sometimes I'd see him from like the freeway when I'm driving back home or when I'm like driving to work. And I would just like stare and I'd be like, you know what? You convinced me. I'm gonna go see a movie today. Yeah. There's also a great restaurant nearby off of Hollywood Boulevard. It's called Maxim. If anyone else that knows about this, we call it Ring Rings. It's a really great restaurant. I think if you're in the area, you should try it out. It is very good.
0: Very, very good. It's all right.
1: I, she got the soup the first time. Don't. <laughs> no one gets good. the soup. <laughs> I like soup
0: sometimes. I, don't, I can't, I can't control when I like soup. It just. I told sometimes you. Sometimes I go food. into a place and I'm like, this feels like a soup day. I I told told you everything on the menu too.
1: Like the first day, I looked at you, and uh, we're both telling you, "All right, so this place is really good. We've had the rice, we've had the orange chicken, we had the shrimp, we had the chicken teriyaki. All right, all that stuff is good." You're like, "All right, you know what? I'm gonna try it." Excuse me, can I have the soup? And we're just like, "We've never tried the damn soup. We told you everything that was good that we've had." I wanted fucking
0: soup. Jesus, shoot me, man.
1: (laughs) I like soup. Soup me. Soup me. Soup me. Soup me, man. I'm waiting. Soup, soup me. me all night long.
0: Soup, soup, soup. Soup, soup. All I got is soup. soup want me. more soup? Give me more soup. And then I'll give you more soup. <laughs> um, that was a good one. What do you want
1: to
0: do?
1: Any, any topics? Songs? Any, any songs? any songs? Any music? Any songs? Oh, I forgot. Okay. Yeah, we can't do that. No more (laughs) suit no one's (laughs) wrong. Oh my god,
0: (laughs) Disappointment has changed (laughs) today. What do you want to talk about, sis? (laughs) Day pick? Um.
1: Honestly, uh, covered film, covered history, covered classes, covered Universal, uh, movie theaters m c closing down or some breeze I don't know, but uh I mean what we can do is we can set up for have the comments open so for anyone that watches today's podcast uh we can have more ideas from you guys that can tell us uh different things to talk about next week so
0: I'm glad I' glad to tape this down. <laughs> Cause dude, look at look. Dude, I, can't I know down. I can Cause like, I keep fucking you. moving this shit all the time with my legs. Cause I can't stop moving. So I'm glad I really next nailed time, it down. Next time we're gonna, like tip on. Tip I know, on I know. Thing. I just I wanted to bag a little bit, you know, make it look natural, make <laughs> a natural look. Oh, but uh,
1: uh, yeah. Next time for our next episode, just kind of you know episode. like let us know about anything that you guys want to hear us talk about. Any films, movies, industry. Mm-hmm. And, and we could try our best to cover all those topics and the, and, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then if we're smart enough to think of ideas, then we'll let you guys go <laughs> so we don't need recommendations.
1: Oh, uh, we're going to need like a lot of recommendations. Like
0: actually like these two,
1: uh, conversation they had, it was, it was, it was a really good conversation. I mean, like more recommendations would just have more conversations at different things that like you guys would like to hear about or, or anything that you want other people to know about. It's all about I mean... fluidity. <laughs> Try, try to, uh, um, I don't, I don't lost my brain cells. Well, go ahead and yeah, find them, sis, because we all
0: waiting. <laughs> Here, try this bag.
1: You do them on top of my last brain cells that are, uh...
0: right. I always steal your brain cells sometimes because I lost mine years ago. Um, so you could pick out of this one.
1: Oh, shit. Actually, okay. I like this one. Wait, right, hold on, this one's. Okay, mm-hmm. and,
0: um. Uh, I'll give you the key to all of them. You the okay. open one. Uh, um, Keep it in, like, a metal box so no one can get in.
1: It's bulletproof, too. I'm nervous. Is this like, something out of, like, Harry Potter, where if I open the wrong one, I'm going to die. You know like,
0: what? I can I say that, but I can't, so... Sorry, you're going to have to find out.
1: Dude, I swear, if this key breaks, like, the last key I fucking put into the... <laughs> I can't I believe it's still a key, and it's, marked. like, it's stuck on the inside. <laughs> I know, dude. It's really, like, funny. fucking stuck on the inside. That's really fucking horrible. Okay. <laughs>
0: He has the strength of his shoe. He's trying to push his shoe against it to, like, freaking open, and it friggin' broke the key. <laughs> I really can't believe that that
1: happened, dude. I really can't believe. Tried getting inside, and just fucking like, alright, here we go, last time I used my shoe. Oh, shit, I threw it. Uh... It's just what I, I <laughs> Dude, I said, like, I, I told you in confidence, I was just like, don't worry, I opened this with my shoe. I, we're, gonna, we're gonna be fine. <laughs> Dude, you
0: slammed it, and I was like, bro, what are you trying to hammer it in? And then I grabbed
1: yeah, it, did. and I just fucking went...
0: Yeah, with that exact shoe. show then, the <laughs> camera, show the camera. that exact I went and popped it in, and he, this, he actually got that from his pocket, we didn't have that, he was wearing a completely other <laughs> shoe, he just said he has to have it just in case, whatever that means. It's ridiculous, he's I such an embarrassment. I
1: that was so fucking... And I just, like, looked at you, and then we had to just... I don't know what we're going to do with that kid. I don't know how I'm going to get it out. I got tweezers to pull it out, but... Tweezers. That the... He thought... <laughs> I, I thought he was going to
0: say pliers or something, but I he got like, tweezers, and I was like, I, was like, yeah, I don't want to get pliers, in the... so I'm just going to give him tweezers. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Actually, after this podcast, I'm going to grab pliers, and I'll let you guys know if I got it out or not. Probably. No, I
0: don't know. It's too thick to get in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Hey-oh! Hey-oh! hey oh hey hey would it
1: be like this makeup music and then we just talk about the meaning of the
0: song? Yes.
1: YouTube's still fucking bad. Like they They're still just <laughs> like,
0: that's our song. We just created it. we like, have a feud
1: with YouTube over creating songs for <laughs> You created the song for us so it's ours so you yeah. can't use it? <laughs>
0: like, you put it on our platform so that means it's ours. And then it's just like... It just... Okay. So we'll see you next time. Next time
1: on the episode podcast of Whose Line Is It Anyways? I mean, hi, how's it going? (laughs) Whose line is hi, and how are you going? going? (laughs) Because if you ain't going home here tonight, you're going home tomorrow in a body bag. Brought to you
0: by Hi, How's It Going? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That was our sponsor for tonight. And we'll close it off by saying I love you, and if anybody needs help, call the police. Thank you. Y'all have a good night. Yeah, good night, guys.